The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to go over the draw of the 2022-23 UEFA Nations League. Yeah, that's right. I'm actually going <laughs> to take some time to talk about the upcoming Nations League tournament. And I gotta admit, even though I'm still not understanding of the whole concept of the whole thing, I'm kind of like seeing it, you know what, at least there's more international matches, at least it's a tournament that can actually lead up to a title match, therefore there's stories to, you know, in my case, it impacts me as a sports writer because it gives me stories to write about, you know, gives me subjects to talk about here on Internet FC, so perhaps I should just be grateful, right? I mean, the fact that there's you know these these several elite leagues in the nations league, and then there's these relegation playouts. I mean, that's all the stuff I don't understand. I just seen like this nations league. You know, I guess it's a way to replace all these meaningless friendly friendly exhibition games. I guess, but you know what? I always say, look, the nations league. If there's a title to be to play for. If it's a title that you can, you know, proudly claim and stick in the trophy case, then you know what? It's important. I mean, I have to admit, when, when you know, my national team, when France won it, I was actually pretty happy because it was, you know, they were at least able to bring home another title after failing miserably at Euro 2020. So, so this Nations League, I'm still not 100% familiar with what it's about, how it works, or the point of it. I think a lot of soccer fans are the same way. It's going to take more and more time to finally get in the hang of it, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's difficult, and it really makes things difficult, especially when it comes to domestic play, because, you know, the health and everything, the, you know, the ability of the players, you know, who knows, they could risk injury and international duty, and then, you know, like that. But the same thing goes with domestic soccer. I mean, I guess the point is, soccer is a truly, is a truly physical and dangerous sport, and honestly, it's a sport that has very little off-season. And quite frankly, it's a sport that just keeps on going. So, you know, the players are going to play domestically and internationally. I guess the bottom line is the game never stops. All right. So let's get to it. The draw of the Nations League of this year. Well, the seeding, you know, as you know, you know, 
every every UEFA nations uh if, excuse me every UEFA national team you know enters the competition you know there's there's several leagues there's league A league B league C league and league D I'm guessing league A is for like the top European nations and then B kind of goes it goes down and then you know goes out to, to league D and of course I'm looking at I'm looking at league D and you know I see the likes of Kazakhstan Cyprus Estonia Liechtenstein San Marino, Andorra. You know, I'm not surprised they're there because you know, again, this is the ranks of, of the European teams that are, member, that are members of UEFA. So imagine that you know, San Marino is actually a, is better than one team according to this. But oh boy, looking at League C, and you know, you see Turkey there. I mean, man, oh boy. All right. <laughs> So as we know, France are the, are the defending your Nations League champions, and as the title holders, hopefully, you know, I'm really hoping they can win the win the title again. Again, it's a title to strict if it's a title, a competitive title, something that that goes on the record on your resume, you can stick it in the trophy case. Then you know what? It matters. A title worth competing for matters. The FA that goes same thing goes for the FA Cup. You know, whatever. It's a title. It's a title. It's something of the stick in the trophy case. A title is worth fighting for, and it's, it's, and if you win the title, you're you're remembered for it. But nothing's more important than, than the World Cup, right? So there you go. All right. So now we get to League A, Group A one: France, Denmark, Croatia, and Austria. Well, France being in the uh, top pot. You know the fact that pot, you know, the top pot also had Spain, Italy, and Belgium. I guess France were were a bit fortunate, you know, to avoid these teams, but they still could have been put in a, in a group with alongside Germany, England, and, and the Netherlands, and as well as Portugal, and that would make things things a bit difficult for for Les Bleus. But anyway, so France, you know, is in Group A one you know, along with Denmark, Croatia, and Austria, and I refuse to accept the fact, you know, everybody's gonna say that France should, has nothing to worry about. Because you know, the, you know all the talent they have. Like you know what? No, France, as we know, if France decides to get arrogant and not play as a team, and Didier Deschamps decides to put in the wrong formations, and everything, this the French team could fall apart. All right. And if France were to play so bad, you know, it, it, because let me tell you this: when it comes to Group A one, if you are, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't finish, if you don't win the group, you are out of the tournament. Remember. You know your group A one. So if France wins the, if, if France tops their group, they go back to the, they go back to the final four for the Nations League title. They could possibly win the title again. So France has to win their group. They have to. So they play against Denmark, Croatia, and Austria, and all those teams are respectable, especially Denmark. I mean Denmark. You know we saw what they did. You know how they're you know they're running in Euro twenty twenty after they lost their bet. You know they're a good player in their opening game. <laughs> You know, this goes to Croatia as well. So, you know, Croatia and France now have a bit of a history. And, you know, in Austria, anything could happen with Austria. So, so if when people say France France is in, is in an easy group, you know, that's honestly just a bunch of crap. And I and I don't, I don't accept that. France is going to be challenged, okay? And, of course, we have to notice which players will be available because you never know when a player could get hurt, especially for France because France has, has been dealing with injuries for too long now. But my favorites for this one, I think France is going to win the group. But you know, like I said, you know, is it, if you finish second or third, nothing happens to you, I guess. 
But if you finish bottom of the bottom of the group, you are relegated to League B. And if that would happen to France, that would be, ladies and gentlemen, an utter embarrassment. And man, boy. So, but I think France wins the group. But uh, I do believe that France is going to actually have to win convincingly. None of the games are easy, ladies and gentlemen. I can tell you that right now. All right, now we get to Group A two. Spain versus Portugal versus Switzerland versus the Czech Republic. You know, fresh on top is I think Spain might actually be the favorite to win this group. Spain has a lot of young talent. Spain is really getting better. As a matter of fact, I believe that Spain could be a dark horse in next year's World Cup in Qatar. Spain has a formidable young and talented midfield and Spain is only going to get stronger moving forward. As far as Portugal knows, you know, Portugal right now, you know, is in serious danger of failing to qualify in the, in the, in the World Cup next year. So, I mean, imagine if that would happen to Portugal, you know, and going to this tournament, you know, if Portugal's not recovered, if that were to happen and Portugal's not recovered by then, then, you know, Portugal could be toast. But I, th- I think Spain wins the group. And as far as who finishes, finishes at the bottom, that's really tough. <laughs> Excuse me, those damn allergies are still killing me. Because, you know, I see, like, again, you know, you got Spain, you got Portugal, you got Switzerland, and the Czech Republic. And, you know, the Czech Republic, you know, had a decent run in the Euro 2020. And, you know, lately they've been a bit better than before, so. But it doesn't really matter to pick who finishes bottom of the group, but I just believe that Spain is actually going to win this group. And Spain's probably going to be hell-bent on trying to get revenge on France. So now we get to Group A3. Italy, Germany, England, and Hungary. Now there's a super interesting group. Shall we say it's the group of death of Group A? Of, uh, excuse me, of League A? Yeah, League A's death is, is the group of death. Italy, Germany, England, and Hungary. I tell you what, ladies and gentlemen. I am going to make a super bold prediction right here. Because I have Germany winning this group. Germany is under the leadership of a new manager, Hansi Dieter Flick. And Germany is doing a fine good job. Germany has yet to lose under their new manager. And not only that, but ladies and gentlemen, they are playing so much more effectively. Die Mannschaft is putting up great results. That's why I have Germany as a strong favorite for next year's World Cup. But you know what? Germany is already my favorite to win the European Championship in 2024 because they not only because they will host it. Okay, not because they're gonna host it, I should say. Because we all know when Germany hosts hosts a tournament, you you know they're gonna be super motivated because they want nothing more than win the title on home soil. All right, but I have Germany winning the group. Unfortunately for Hungary, I guess it's easy to predict for them to finish to finish you know, at the bottom of the group, which means they get relegated to League B. But I could be wrong. I mean, it would be embarrassing. I mean, it's already going to be bad enough for England and Italy not to win the group. But like I said, you know, if you finish second or third, you, I guess you just stay put. You stay. You still. You stay in the in the League A. But uh, but when you're when you're the likes of Italy, Germany, and England, you want to finish. You want to finish on the top because you want that chance to compete for the title. Because again, the Nations League title might not be as important as the World Cup and the European cha- and the European Cup. But again, 
It's a major title. It's considered a major title. It's a title to stick in the trophy case, and that goes in your history. Again, it's a title that is worth competing for, and it must be taken seriously. I get it. A lot of people feel like it's meaningless. They're not. We're not useful. We don't understand the concept. But again, it's a title, so you have to go for it. All right. Group A4. Belgium, the Netherlands, Poland, and Wales. Hmm. Well, as far as Belgium goes, Belgium's really at the end of that rope when it comes to their current golden generation. We all said that Euro 2020 would be the la their last chance to win a title, but I think, honestly, now this time for real, next year's World Cup is definitely that last chance. I mean, you know, Eden Azal, who I be believe, you know, who's really, you know, who's no longer in his 20s now, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure how much longer he's got, especially in international duty. You know, Eden Hazard is about to turn 30, will turn 31 uh, next month. In less than a month, he'll be 31. Just name a few. And then, of course, we got Romelu Lukaku as well, you know, who's 28. I mean, Lukaku probably still has, like, you know, great years ahead, but... But but this uh, Belgian, te Belgian team, uh, Belgian team, excuse me, kind of lost my train of thought. I mean... This current golden generation. I mean, you know, next next year will be the, their final chance to win a, a major tournament. But but this nation's league, you know, could also provide them for another chance. You know, if they play good. But as far as Belgium goes, I mean, they could start off strong and something could happen. I mean, let's not forget that semifinal game against France. They blew a two nothing lead and ended up losing three to two to France. They were two, up 2 nothing at halftime, and then France came from behind and beat them. And that was humiliating for Belgium. Because when you think of Belgium, Belgium always dominates France in exhibition games. But when it comes to the competitive games, France just always gets the better of them. France always slips away. So I'm kind of torn between the Be Belgium and the Netherlands. Now, the ne Netherlands are certainly a bright young team that's kind of you know starting you know to be back in the top uh, force of uh, Europe again. As far as Poland goes, you know, aside from Robert Lewandowski, you know, who else is there that we think of? But I think the I I think the Netherlands. I have to go with the Netherlands on this one. I believe the Netherlands are going to find a way to top this group. I mean, you got a bit of a rivalry game in this one, Belgium and the Netherlands. So that that'll be really interesting. But I think the Netherlands actually wins this group. And so basically, in the Nations League final four, I have France, Spain, Germany. And the Netherlands. I mean, the Netherlands were the runners-up in the in the inaugural tournament, so they would love nothing more than to have the opportunity to uh, to win the title and, and and you know bring home their first major title since I believe 1988. So, and Germany and Germany would love nothing more to win the title for the for the first time, just to add another title to their trophy case, which is already huge, you know, four World Cup titles, three European Championships, a Confederations Cup, and then adding a Nations League Cup, so. Germany just wants to add more to their long list of accolades. And Spain, you know, same thing with Spain, and of course, something, nothing like France. France wants to be the first team to retain the title, so. These top four teams that I picked, you know, they're all going to have something to prove, and, you know, and they're certainly capable of achieving their obje objectives. Ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to take a quick break. Please do not go anywhere. Into the Net FC will be right back.
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. And ladies and gentlemen, Internet FC is back. I am the Bear of Texas, and we are recapping the draw of the 2022 and 23 UEFA Nations League. So we just got done talking about League uh, A, and uh, I'll definitely go around the other leagues, but I won't put up too much time for them. Now looking at League B, uh, Group B1, Ukraine, Scotland, Ireland, the Republic of Ireland, excuse me, and Armenia. Well, that's definitely uh, interesting. You got Scotland and uh, you got Scotland and the Republic of Ireland in this one. That's got to be super interesting. So that's definitely something I'm gonna keep my eye out, eye out on. Uh, as far as the winner goes, you know, um, certainly be tough. You know, Ukraine could certainly do it, but like I said, there's, there's no point of putting too much time on it. So kind of going through that. But I guess to to pick the favorite is uh, I'm, I'm I'm pulling for Scotland. No offense to my Irish followers, but. But, you know, one of my best friends, you know, has Scottish heritage as well as Irish heritage. So, you know what? I'm not pulling. You know what? No, I take it back. I'm not going to heavily root for Scotland. I'm just going to sit back and, and, and sit back and watch the games between Scotland and the Republic of Ireland. And all I can say is, may the best, te- may, may the best team win. So, I'm not really going to pull for anybody. I'm just going to sit there and be a, be, obje- be objective-minded. You know, I, I, yeah, so I should have never really said that I'm going to pull for for Scotland, even though sometimes I kind of break away from the objectivity and say I am rooting for a team. But it's definitely interesting, and biggest thing is is they got Scotland and Ireland, and man, that's cool. So, all right, now we get to Group B two: Iceland, Russia, Israel, and Albania. Hmm, that's very interesting indeed. Oh boy, I would say Russia's probably got to be the favorite for this one, but I guess anything could happen, but you know, there's no need to spend too much time on it. So now we get to Group B3, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Finland, Romania, and Montenegro. Another interesting one. Uh, we get to see Romania actually, you know, have you know a bit of success again. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Finland actually pulled it off, but... This is definitely one anything could happen. I mean, now we're at the point, you know, you know, even though Group A, anything could happen. I mean, this one's really, like, anything could happen, you don't know. Now we get to Group B4, Sweden, Norway, Serbia, and Slovenia. You know, Serbia won their group in the World Cup qualifiers, beating Portugal in, in the final game. I wouldn't, I mean, now you got Norway, you know, of course you think of the Norwegian national team, you know, Erling Haaland is the big name right now. Of course, you got Sweden. I mean, I think by then, you know, there's no more Zlat- Zlatan Ibrahimovic and several other good Swedish players. But and you got Slovenia, and don't know too much about them. We got, you know, got my boy Luka Doncic, but you know, he plays a basketball player. But you know, Slovenia, 
I, I look at Slovenia, you know, I've seen pictures in Slovenia. It's, Slovenia is a beautiful country. You know, all these countries right here I'm talking about, Sweden, Norway, and Serbia, and Slovenia are all, are all beautiful countries. But as far as Group E4 goes, um, if I were to pick a favorite, you know, I'm a little torn between uh, Serbia and Sweden. But but that's it for uh, Group B, uh, for, for the League B. Now we get to League C. Now this is where things are really really get boring. Group C1. <laughs> you got Turkey, Luxembourg, Lithuania, and the Faroe Islands. Okay, this one will be easy. I think Turkey wins this group easily. Group C2, Northern Ireland, Greece, Kosovo, and either Cyprus or Estonia. Apparently they have not they have not decided. And I should mention, you know, League C, you know, if if you finish bottom of bottom of these groups, your qualification to the relegation playouts, which I don't understand what that means. You know, I don't. I don't even know if they had this on the first tournament. I mean, the current tournament uh, from the last tournament, they're gonna have the the schedule. Uh, the relegation playouts are scheduled for the March of next year. I have absolutely no idea what these relegation playouts mean. I have a feeling because you know they won't be paying too much attention about them, so I don't know what to say, but. The relegation playoff, but I'm sure I'll, I'll do the research and I'll find out why. But I'll find out what it is. But but now we get to Group C. You got Slovakia, Belarus, Azerbaijan, Kazakhstan, or Moldova. And then in Group C4, C4, you got Bulgaria, North Macedonia, Georgia, and Gibraltar. Hmm. I'm just like, yeah, you know, these group, group Cs. You know what? It's not even over because there's still Group D to go through. <laughs> But according to this, the relegation playouts, it says a little format. There's going to be like a fourth-ranked fourth-place fourth team and the third-ranked fourth-place team and then the, and then the first-ranked fourth-place team, a second-ranked second-ranked fourth-place team. So. <laughs> so I guess what is this, the, bat, the battle of the, uh, of the small nations, I guess, when it comes to soccer? <laughs> I'm not too sure. And, you know, and really, you know, Asking myself, you know, should I really pay too much attention to these relegation playout scenarios? So, I mean, I, I really just, I, I really just don't know what the hell's going on with these supposed relegation playouts. I mean, like I said, it's, it, it, it's gonna, it's gonna take so long to understand the format of, of this, but I don't know. I mean. I, I, but I guess throughout time you, you can get promoted back to the top leagues and things like that. I mean, ugh, I, I, I I don't know. Like like I said, I mean the whole concept of the Nations League, it's it's still not. You know, I still don't fully understand it, and God knows how long it'll take for me to finally understand it all. I don't think anybody's ever gonna understand it all. I mean, here I am, I'm basically just enjoying international soccer when, when there's a title on the line for the top teams. So I just uh, I just basically leave it at that. So now we get to group, uh, to, excuse me, to League D. League D1. Liechtenstein, Kazakhstan, or Moldova, Andorra, and Latvia. Apparently, yeah, this whole thing with Kazakhstan, Moldova, Cyprus, and Estonia, they haven't decided on anything yet. I don't know when that's going to happen. And then you got Group D2. There's only three teams. Malta, Cyprus, or Estonia, and San Marino. Oh, boy. So... I mean the overall ra uh, rankings, you know, you know. I'd imagine, I guess, you know, sometimes with these leagues as well. I mean, I, I guess it helps 
some part of me says it helps decide the rankings of the UEFA. Because obviously, because it says here, you know, winning the Nations League finals puts you the rank number one in, in the UEFA. So, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, the, the influence of the Nations League is, and, and, the, and the point of it is still not in my head. I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't know when I'll get it. So, I'm just like sitting here waiting for it to happen. But it's probably going to be years. But, I mean, uh, I just really don't know what to say. But I just felt like, you know, I might as well go through the relegation because it's just something to talk about. So... You know, uh, trying to get as, as much information like that, but it, it, it's it's just so difficult. To understand? So, so as far as far as I know, according to this, the, if the schedule goes match day number one of the Nations League. It'll actually start out in June of next year. Next, so it starts out next summer, <laughs> and it, it'll go to the through the fall. So basically, match number number one will be from June second to June fourth. Match day number two, June fifth through the eighth. Match number three, June eighth through the eleventh. Match day four, June twelfth through the fourteenth, and then it stops until September. Match day number five, match day five and six goes through goes through September twenty second through September twenty seventh, and as the semifinals of the Nations League is not until June of two thousand and twenty three, and the final is June eighteenth two thousand twenty three, so. And then these relegation playouts are not until March of 2024. I mean, this thing's really planned out well, way, well, way ahead. So, anyway. So, okay, basically, so the reason why the schedule's laid out like that is, is because, you know, obviously there's the 2022 World Cup, which is, which is going to take place in December. So, so obviously, there's, there's a bit of interference, so... So, it's interesting. So, it starts out... So, this tournament starts out... Next summer, the, yeah, this next summer of 2022, and then it stops in September, and then you know picks up again that following summer, and then it ends that summer. So it's just amazing. You know, the group, the league, the league groups uh, faces end, you know, in September, and then and then the semifinals is not until June of that next year. So a lot of waiting, and I guess a lot of preparations too. I guess, but. But like I said, I mean, the concept and everything, I mean, the World Cup interfering and all this business with the uh, pandemic, it's, oh, it's just, it's too much to handle, isn't it? But, but France are the current defending champions, and in my case, hopefully France wins the title again, and best of luck to them, and best of luck to every competitor. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.